0: Harper Audio presents Eminent Lives George Washington, The Founding Father by Paul Johnson Performed by David Drummond Chapter 1 A Young Gentleman's Youth in Virginia As the central actor in the American Revolution, George Washington was one of the most important figures in world history. As America's commander-in-chief throughout the eight-year struggle against Britain, he effectively liberated the Thirteen Colonies from Imperial rule. He then presided over the process whereby the new nation drafted, ratified, and enacted its federal constitution. Finally, for eight years, he directed the administration that put the constitution to work, with such success that, suitably updated and amended, it has lasted for nearly a quarter of a millennium. The revolution he thus led to success Was the first of a series that created the modern world in which we live. Its spirit was animated by the same love of representative government and respect for the rule of law that had produced England's unwritten constitution over many centuries. Thanks to Washington's genius, that spirit was successfully transferred to the new American nation. Subsequent revolutions, in France in the 1790s and in Latin America during the following quarter century, were marred by tragedies of violence and ambition that led to lasting instability, in which the rule of law could not take root. This pattern was repeated, all too often, in the revolutions of the twentieth century, whereby the peoples of Asia and Africa became independent. Throughout this whole period, however, the United States clung to the principles for which Washington fought and followed during his administrations They enabled it to survive a near-fatal civil war, to become the world's largest economy, to take in the poor of the planet and turn them into the richest people in history, and finally, at the end of the twentieth century, to emerge as the sole superpower. At the beginning of the twenty-first century, the United States seems set to play the leading part in making the earth secure and democratic. In this immense process, then, Washington played, and still plays, a unique role, both as founding father and exemplar of moderation and wisdom. What sort of man was Washington, and how did he achieve so much? There ought to be no difficulty in answering this question if documentation alone could supply an answer. For more than a third of his life, he worked in the service of his country, and all that he did officially is recorded in the National Archives on a scale no European state could then equal. The American nation-state was born in public, as it were, and minutely recorded. In addition, from the age of about fourteen, Washington deliberately preserved every scrap of paper belonging to him, including diaries, letters sent and received, accounts, and other day-to-day transactions. As he grew older, he arranged these papers in chronological order and by name and subject. He seems to have known from an early stage in his career that he would be a figure in history, and he therefore wanted the record to be preserved accurately, with the particular object of demonstrating that the offices he held were undertaken from duty, not pride. His overwhelming ambition was to be thought unambitious. His obsession with his papers was thus a strange combination of modesty and self-awareness. He took his archive with him when he went to war, and his personal guard was under strict instructions to protect it with their lives and hustle it to a secret place of safety if the headquarters came under threat. After the war, it went to his house, Mount Vernon, and was later hugely augmented by his papers as a president— preserved and sorted by a private secretary and archivist. When Washington died, his assistant, Jared Sparks, took the entire archive to Boston, whence, in 1832, it was delivered to the Library of Congress, which had bought it from the heirs. Mounted, one document per page, hinged at left, and bound in leather, the papers occupy 163 linear feet of shelving, and are sold on 124 reels of microfilm, now on disc. Taken together, they constitute the most complete record of a life in the entire 18th century, exceeding by far the vast quantities of memorabilia left behind by James Boswell, for instance, or Horace Walpole.